we're going to do this, but we're going to do it our way. You bought a robot, baby? <laughs> wow. That, that was a joke grenade. That took me a second. Imagine the poop emoji as furniture. It's weird that we didn't do that 10 minutes ago. We should have. We should have started <laughs> that before, you know. That makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't we do that? Too late now. Matt, you forgot to disclaimer this part. We're old, and we remember how it used to be. There, go. And it was better then, too. You got to put that in there. <laughs> Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. While you guys are weaving belts, I'm going to sing this little tune that I wrote. We think we're funny. On with the show. This is X Radio X. All right. Hey, Matt. We're here. I hit record, so it's now time to do this. Oh, I'm so pumped. I can't believe it. I can't believe we've made it this far. Looks like we've made it. And just like our normal episodes, (laughs) we said all the funny stuff before we hit record. I know. I've got nothing left. (laughs) This will be a short one. We'll be over in about 10 minutes. Thanks for tuning in. See you next year. (laughs) Can you believe it? We actually did this 10 times. We have. Yeah. 10 times. 10 times. That's I was impressed we did it one time. Yeah. And (laughs) it's funny. It's funny because I, everybody, I just, I was talking to actually my dad about this today. And he said, are you where you wanted to be when you started the podcast? And I said, dad, we both decided if anyone we didn't know listens to it, then that's a win. And I think that we have won. I mean, we're winners pretty much. (laughs) We are. And by the way, I kind of have this slight scratchy cough. I figured I'd celebrate 10 podcast episodes with making it inaudible by me coughing. Perfect. So, all right. That's for all the listeners, all 10 listeners out there that we made it to. And yeah, I think that's, that's, I think it's cool that your dad asked you that he even took an interest to be like, oh, so son, are you where you thought you'd be? Don't get it twisted. I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, podcasters. Podcasters yeah. are like CrossFitters. We do remind you every 30 seconds that it's, we do this. It's so hard. It's so hard to not. It's impossible for me to not say something. And and I feel bad for the people who I communicate with on a regular basis because that is the information that they're going to hear from this end of the conversation. And then it's up to them to steer it to something different because I'm a I'm a skipping turntable. Yeah, uh, you're a big proponent of the things that you're doing. Yeah, well, yeah. That Plus, makes sense. I think that this is fun, and I think that you know the it's one of those mediums where you just have to kind of tell people and maybe remind them a little, and maybe incessantly bother them to get them to keep listening and to you know participate in the process. And so, I don't mind doing it, and everyone else so far, no one's explicitly said shut the hell up about your podcast. So <laughs> I'm. I feel like I'm good. I think it's because we know nice people. Nobody has yes, told me that yet true. either. That's true. We do know nice people. All the people, no. everyone who's put up with me this far, you're very nice. You're very kind. Thank you. Yeah. None of them have told me either. It's like, that's fantastic that you're doing that, Jace. Now <laughs> shut up. <laughs> nobody cares. I mean, I mean, we think it's fantastic, but nobody cares. I mean, did I say that out loud? <laughs> but nobody cares. Nobody. I feel like at least a few people care. I think so. I think, well, okay. So we we get feedback. If we didn't get feedback, I feel like we would be out there on an island and, and no one literally would care. If someone was just like, if you said, hey, you know, my podcast and they're like, hmm. So what do you want to watch? Then you'd be like, OK, you you don't you literally 
could not keep talking about this for another second. <laughs> and that, but I think sad. that at that point you probably would just to annoy them. Yeah, I would. I would. So do you know them. about podcasts? <laughs> Have you They're heard called of them? podcasts because they originated by being on the Apple iPod. So they kind of took on the name of, I don't know if that's how Makes they sense. got their name, logical. but we'll go with it. It seems logical. So, so we have 10 episodes and we're kind of going to, we're kind of going to talk about our 10 episodes a little bit. Don't worry, folks. It won't be like this boring, like one on the first episode, <laughs> we first said this said. <laughs> and talked about David Bryan because <laughs> we haven't mentioned him in a few episodes. So I figured I'd get him in early. Oh, good. That's over with. That's a relief to know that we've gotten that done. And now we can, you know, the Band-Aid's been ripped off. Because I'm sure he listens and he's probably been like, you guys have left me out like three episodes. What's I think the deal? so. We love you, David Bryan. That's your right. Your hair, your piano playing, your Tony Awards, all of it. The fact that you're in Bon Jovi. Probably the most. But yeah, all the other yeah. stuff too. It's a, You're a total package. You are a total curly-headed package. <laughs> If you say that wrong, like if you say like you're the total package, that sounds great. Instead of saying you're a total package. I know. I know. Because it kind of has two different sounds different. We'll just go with that. Yeah. Anyways, a uh, few episodes in when we were interviewing the doc, mm-hmm. he kind of, you know, goaded us into putting um, disclaimers in case people didn't realize. Yes. Thank you. We're a bunch of, you know, middle-aged guys, you know, saying poo-poo words. I'm glad you internet. remembered this because it's instinct to just start off and we need to make sure we are sensitive to right. tiny so baby since, ears. Since we're highly trained professionals, uh, mm-hmm. we should get our episode started correctly by giving our disclaimer. And I, I wrote another one for this week, so I, I, I hope Ignore you know everything why. you heard before this. That's right. That was, this is the official start. So here we go. Beware, episode 10. Bet we say shit at least 10 times. <laughs> if we do, you win an 11th episode. If we don't, you lose and you have to endure an 11th episode. You've been warned. On with the show. I love it. Thank so you. So there you go. Now everybody knows. And the little E um, on the on the uh, thing when you download our podcast it does mean explicit. It doesn't mean entertaining, but we are also that. And it doesn't yes, mean we... E for everyone, like a video game. Oh, it doesn't mean entertaining. <laughs> or does it mean E for enter- for everyone? No, it's um, explicit, right? Yeah, so this will probably you know make me sound like a bad father. But yeah. I know my kids have listened, so we'll just go with E for entertaining. All right, perfect. <laughs> Not E for explicit. Um, even though when we do talk about certain things, we get explicit because I'm going to give you a little feedback that I received from my family about me. No, not about. Well, it's about us. OK, uh, essentially, it. I got a dad. It's funny to listen to you because you guys will have a subject and then Matt will mention one small thing and <laughs> you'll talk about it for a half an hour. <laughs> no, how dare you? <laughs> It's not even the thing you meant to talk about. So there's some never happens. There's some live feedback from my daughter. Actually, it wasn't just my daughter. It was my daughter said it, but everybody else went and said, looked at me and like, yeah. So they all agree. Yeah, they were nodding the whole time that she said it. They just pushed her in front to be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, that was my daughter voice, by the way. (laughs) Dad, dad, guess what? That's dad, dad. Your podcast? Yeah, dad, guess what? <laughs> but she listens. 
She listens. Yeah, which I'm not sure I should be proud of, but she does. So like here we are. So we are going to do a little bit of a, a, a wrap up of the the year, our first season, if you will, because we decided that episode 10 was going to be the culmination of this project's first sort of baby steps. Right. And that was it's 10 episodes. It's clean. Yep. We'll do another one soon and it'll be, you know, season two. Right. Two hands worth. Both two hands full. Two hands worth. That's poetic. Yeah. I like it. Wow. So, and in uh, our 10th episode actually was going to be, oh, yeah. it was going to be an interview with our friend Bridget. Really But sad. technology, technology was not our friend this week and we had to postpone it. And it was anyways. Yeah. It what the funny thing was, is that it wasn't just one side, both yeah. sides had technical issues. Therefore exactly. we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll do this at a later date when we can actually do it justice and, and yeah. have a good time with it. I really wish that she had been in the lab at a library laughing and telling obscene stories about radio. Yeah, <laughs> telling obscene all the people playing Fortnite or researching projects. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> I would have liked to have her sitting in a library on a on a borrowed Chromebook yeah. from the library <laughs> telling us about prison fan mail that she received while working in college radio because I re- I don't know if she's going to remember but I remember some of the letters oh, and it's like goodness. Yeah. And I know she has one story at least. I know she has more than one story. There's just one in particular I'm hoping she tells. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to say anything or even let on what it is because if she doesn't tell it, I don't want anybody to be like, oh, she didn't tell that one story Jace talked about. Yeah, and I think it would be too much to assume that she kept any of those prison fan letters, but I hope, fingers crossed, that she kept at least one. Do you think it's too much to assume that? <laughs> I mean, on our on our Facebook page, I've seen some of the stuff that other people have kept from the Radio X days. Yeah, yeah Spike, I'm looking at you. I'm looking oh, right at gosh. you. No, I have to say with all sincerity, everyone who has posted things to our Facebook little group about you know, pictures and, and, and documentation from that has been so fun. It was just, it's really cool that, that everyone's just kind of dumping things into that little chat or whatever it is, Facebook. And then, and we can all kind of experience, Oh, this is what you kept. And Oh, this is what you kept. And I really want some of the audio files that, um, that Kent has. I want there's, some of those to play. There's some out there and there's also, and I want to say Bonnie, Bonnie has the list of the inaugural XE Awards. Oh, wow. The XE Awards and the, um, what is it when it was like the senior wishes or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you talk about like, like proof rock's going to go off and rule the world or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But they were, they were much funnier than that. And right. some of them totally not suitable for airplay, but it's the internet so we can do what we want. Sure. That's true. I think that's fair. So that's that's hopefully stuff coming up, but mm-hmm. uh, let's let's kind of delve into we're at episode ten. So yeah. that means we did nine before, in case you can't count. In our first episode, it was basically us trying to figure out how to work this thing. Yeah, I hopped into the DeLorean and I went back and listened, and it literally was pretty much what do I sound like now? What do you sound like now? <laughs> for for like the first half of it. <laughs> The funny thing is that me one, okay? that one has the most listens, which <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of that because I feel like, oh, all of you people who listened, like it like drops off considerably to yeah. episode two. I'm like, 
oh, I wish you guys would have came back because we figured out how to work our microphones. Yeah, we got good. We got good since then. So give it, yeah. give it another chance. If you just listen to the first one, give it another chance. We're actually, we're actually cool. So apparently you were texting me about, apparently I was making a analogy or comparison between Gene Simmons and David Bryan. It was just such a funny conversation. I was, so first off, first off, I was listening back and I don't always listen back, but I was listening back to episode one and, and, and we were talking about the controversy of David Bryan being, being known as, you know, Tony winner, David Bryan versus Bon Jovi's David Bryan and whether which would be better in which circumstance. And so I use the analogy. Gene Simmons has written a book. Would he be known as author like, you know, best selling author Gene Simmons or would he be Gene Simmons from Kiss? It's not <laughs> even a still <laughs> I you implied that people know who Gene Simmons is basically and nobody knows the name David <laughs> Bryan. <laughs> So it's a, it's not apples to apples. And and it, I was just cracking up listening to it because it was, it struck me as very funny. I'd like to think more people know who David Bryan is now. Now we're doing a good service. I think more people know that name and they don't think it's the librarian in their town. They think it's <laughs> a famous Bon Jovi keyboard player. And, and so you're welcome, David Bryan. You're if you want to, if you want to know David Bryan's best work. Go listen to Runaway mm-hmm. by Bon Jovi. Easily his best. Easily his best. But followed up, uh, I think, is also uh, Let It Rock on the Slippery When Wet album. It's Let great. It Rock. Oh, yeah. Got a, it starts out with a whole keyboard thing. Hmm. All right. I'll check that out. I don't even know that song, I don't think. I want to say it's the first song on the album. That's a hair metal deep cut, even though it's the first track. It's. I don't think, was that charted? Did that go anywhere? I don't think that was a single. No, that was right. that was the album that put him over the top, though, with You Give Love a Bad Name. And then psh, that was it. I'm tentatively writing Let It Rock in my homework, but I don't know that I can promise him and listen to it. <laughs> Just listen to will. the first minute and you'll be and fine. that'll be enough. OK, yeah. Yeah, that that was the first episode we started talking about David Bryan and we kind of just kept going. And um, every once in a while we forget, but. Almost every episode, including this one now, thank you. We have made sure to to uh, pay tribute, <laughs> like like he's dead or something. We're here to pay tribute to the yeah. keyboard player. One day, known as David Bryan. One day, he'll reach out, and the cease and desist letter that we receive will yep. be framed. <laughs> as long as it's signed to both of us, we'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. Don't leave one of us out, David Bryan and his people. So then we actually did do do show stuff that episode. We talked about um, Christmas songs, which was fun. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. that was right around Christmas time. It was one half. What do we sound like? What are we doing? Do, is this thing on? Tap, tap, tap. And then the rest was um, we talked about Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. So it's our we, had the R2D, we had the R2D2 Christmas song in there, right? Exactly. Yep, we talked about Bon Jovi's Christmas uh, mishaps and how he should never write another one. He should never sing another one. He should he never sing another one. And how um, Brett Michaels from Poison's version of <laughs> Jingle Bells is terrible. Obviously. And that's coming from a guy who has seen them multiple times. Yeah. But that version is terrible. Don't do that again. Yeah. I hope just, you've learned your lesson. Some people just need to stay in their lane. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's that was right. pretty much episode one. It was yeah, that Christmas was it. music. Back in it, we we um, 
published it back in like the very first week of January, I think 2021. So like most things in our life, we were a week late. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we were. Yeah, we were. But nonetheless, we got out some Christmas music. Yeah. And then episode two, like most uh, trilogies, took a dark turn, I think. Oh, it did? What what was episode two? I'm trying episode to remember. Episode two was when I told the world how horrible radio is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that hasn't really changed. And now I hated everything about know. radio. I mean, it was so, again, upon further listen, it was a lot of, um, I think, built up angst that needed to just get out, maybe. Maybe it was therapeutic. Maybe it was cathartic to be able to talk about it, to have a forum to say, Everyone who's doing radio, you are messing up and not doing a good job. But that's what I did, basically. And um, and that was pretty much pretty much the whole episode. We were we were not kind to radio. No, we weren't. I think I was kinder than you were. You were yeah, you were pulling me back from the edge. <laughs> it's like, remember, we love this, Matt. This is yeah. why we started. Yeah, it's it can be fun. And I was just like, nope, everything sucks about it. And you were like, wait, not everything. And I said, every loving thing. And you you were like, all right, whatever. And I, and I was like, no, no, it doesn't. You're like, shut up. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. So that was episode two. I don't know. It was it's, it was affectionately titled the one where we talk about ourselves. Yeah. And we just talked about how much uh, right. working in radio just didn't do it for you. No, and I think I think we we did talk about ourselves. We talked about how we got into radio and what what brought us from college radio into commercial radio and and that sort of thing. But primarily, is, is that where I told you how I got my radio name, Jace the Ace? No, you didn't tell me that until like three or four. I think was it three or four? Yeah, yeah. But it's funny. You would think since that's my favorite subject is myself. That's when I would have told you. When no, I was it talking didn't come about up myself. I can do multi-episodes about talking about myself. <laughs> be so now that we've talked about me, what do you think about me? <laughs> um, but that was that was episode two. So like it was the Empire Strikes Back of our series. We turned dark. Proof yeah, Rock got frozen in carbonite. I yes. had to go rescue him. Can they uh, ever get out of this? And will they get robotic arms? And we did. And we did. Yep. On to episode three. Everything works yep. out. And that's the one where we talked about 2021, kind of. I think we ended up talking more about 2020. How that sucked, too. Yeah, we did. We talked about 2020 a lot, and we talked about keto a lot, which apparently I gave all the wrong information about. That's right. From the um, research department in your household, under the door was slid a note (laughs) that said, shut up, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And so I just quickly said, okay, everything I told you was a big lie. Um, thankfully not on keto anymore and I'm, I'm loving it. I hate keto. It's not fun or enjoyable. It sounds fun in theory because you eat cheese and bacon and, and who repeat. doesn't think that sounds fun? Yeah. Cheese and bacon Vegans might not like it. Right. Exactly. Or if you're lactose intolerant, it would be miserable, but, but for someone who can eat whatever, then it's like a, a free, you know, it's a free for all, but it's not fun. So thankfully not on keto anymore. And um, thankfully we're not in 2020 anymore. Did you lose weight though? That was the point. Did you lose a bunch of weight? <sighs> Are you down to your bikini weight again? I mean, I can, I can rock a pretty good two piece, but it's not like a low cut two piece. 
it's oh. just a, it's a conservative two piece. A conservative two piece. Yeah. Like like the bottom is pants and the top is a burqa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm it's getting still older a two now, piece. you know. Yeah, it's still it's a two piece. Technically, I'm in a bikini. You're into modesty these days. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that you bring up lactose intolerance. That may come up again later oh, on. Yeah. And then, oh, we also did talk about um, uh, wearing our wives' pants. That was the other thing that came out in episode three that we need to. Excuse me. I don't yeah. remember this. You don't remember this at all? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember a discussion about wearing <laughs> my wife's well, pants. Well, then Considering I feel like I'm we, not married. This is I very f- interesting. I feel like we should just move along then. <laughs> then we might just want to move on. I do have a, as your friend at work says, I do have a purchase person of interest. I don't yes. want to short, uh, shortcom mm-hmm. my, uh, yes. my, my living situation at home, but technically I do not have a wife. No, it was, it, we were talking about um, a, uh, an old Pepsi commercial drink diet, the, Pepsi and your pants will fit. And, that what that's what got you remember this now at all no i don't remember i don't remember talking about it so if you're listening if you're listening and you haven't uh checked out episode three then there is a really funny part about wearing um women's pants when did when did i uh when did i bitch about sketchers was that two or three uh that was that was two that was episode two okay yeah yep that was two um that was at the end you pulled us out of the dark abyss with the funny oh oh with about talking sketchers. about mm-hmm. my story about having to buy and by the way just for an update those sketcher boots fantastic <laughs> they were good they were i i don't know what i was what i was pissing and moaning about yeah but they ended up being very nice they were good for walking in the winter are it you was, trying to get was, free sketchers now i'll yeah sure why not sketchers if you're listening he's a size 12 i'm a size 11 oh sorry an 11, I'm not a 12, but in Size everybody's hearts, I'm a 10. 11, exactly. All right, so episode three is the one where we talked about, is that the one where we, we talked about 2021? Did we, is that the one where we coined the phrase that 2020 was, um, how did we put it? It was like 2020 is like the dick pic you didn't ask for. <laughs> I don't remember that one now. <laughs> That came up in somewhere because my buddy texted me and he's like, that's fantastic. 2020 is the dick pic you didn't ask for. Oh, and I was like, boy. I don't remember saying that, but we'll go with it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. That see now that's something that we should uh, snip out and put on a, a YouTube clip. Yeah. <laughs> Just the snippet to give people a little taste and then they'll they'll download episodes. Yeah, that's how they like, do it. Oh, they say stuff like this all the time. And then they'll yeah. be like, David Bryan, what? Yeah, exactly. David Bryan. You're talking about that legend? <laughs> the mm. Tony the, the Tony Award winning guy? Exactly. What else so, has he done? Anything? So that's episode three, I think. I mm-hmm. And then four. We went yeah. to the one we called it the one where we used an outline because we thought, hey, we should probably try to get professional here. Right. And maybe outline a show. Yes. As you can tell, that's working well for us. Yes. Uh, and it was weird because we called it the one where you try to use an outline, but it was really all about sports. Oh, we did the sportsing. Yeah. Huey Lewis and the News had sports as their third album. We waited till our fourth episode to talk all about our favorite subject, sports. <laughs> oh, and is that where I talked about I didn't like Green Bay? And then I tried to mm-hmm. teach you who you should and shouldn't yes. like living in the uh, living in Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, which is, uh, you know, we might need an update because now it's, um, you know, at least at this recording, it's all um, Sweet 16, Elite 8, all that stuff. The bracket stuff is going on now. Oh, as soon as the Spartans fell out, I was done. That was like day one. So well, I, was, I was out. It's all over the place. And, and the Twitter is lighting up with brackets. And the cool thing is that there are brackets for everything, not just basketball. But everything. There is one oh, on Twitter with like yeah. superheroes and you can like it's like single elimination, which superhero is the greatest. And and I think it ended up being between Superman, which. All right. It's in the and, name. And Scarlet Witch. And Scarlet Witch won. See. Oh, all right. That's totally that? dependent on the date and time. Because you might be right. You might a few be years right. ago. Not a soul. Who, oh, I shouldn't say not a soul. There's plenty of comic book guys. Who are like, well, actually, I know exactly who Wanda Maximoff is, her brother. And oh, good night, dear. I'm recording at home. My daughter's going to bed. She just walked around the corner of the sign that said, good night. I love you. Good night. Yeah. So. All right. Now we can get really blue. My kids are in bed. Excellent. Finally. Um, but uh, going back to my comic book nerd voice, mm-hmm. um, Wanda Maximoff and her brother Peter Maximoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but if it wasn't for the Avengers movies, nobody would know who she is besides us folks who actually read comics. Sure. And WandaVision is helping a lot. People are watching. That's, ex- that's and- exactly where I was going mm-hmm. with this is yeah. people know who she is now because of that and WandaVision. And that was such a huge hit. However, I haven't watched an episode yet, but you won't get nerd voice out of me that's just my normal voice but i have to point out that scarlet witch did do a snap like um what's his name for some oh, reason yeah. I, I it's the say house Gandalf, of them right it's not yeah and he basically she you basically made, thank you she made all the mutants disappear which is pretty no, she powerful took away stuff. their power will you represent this correctly yeah she didn't make them disappear per se okay you're right. She made That's their powers go. No more mutants is what she said. And then there were yeah. no more mutants. So she's pretty, she could, she could say no more Superman. Right. Technically she could. Because he's vulnerable to magic. He is, but he's also in the DC universe. So therefore I don't know if her magic transcends from oh. one, one uh, book need to aisle to like the other sort book of aisle. A, she'd need to get some sort of an adapter. She'd have to purchase it like Radio Shack. Yeah. To, They'd have to write a they'd have to write a crossover between (laughs) companies. And right now, I don't think uh, Marvel would do that because they're 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 king of the box office right now. They're not going to play nice. It's kind of weird that that comic books, that's sort of a weird concept when you have somebody in a comic book and not to get too far on a tangent like your daughter thinks we do all the time. But if you have someone in a comic book who could, with a word, make whatever she wanted happen. Why wouldn't why would she ever fight a normal battle ever? Like, why would she ever zoom little f- solar flares or or fireworks out of her hands or put some magic a, missile? Yeah. Or put someone does. in a fake box or why wouldn't she just say no more Magneto? No more uh, shark with laser on its head. Like whatever it was, she was fighting. She could just say, yeah, you're you're gone. No more ill tempered sea bass. Yeah, right. Why doesn't that? I, I guess because it wouldn't be an interesting comic book, but still they, they temper back her powers to suit the situation. I'm going to have yeah, to investigate w- that further. Yeah. And, and did she actually just say no more meat? Didn't she ask to cast us? I don't know. I didn't read all of that. So first I'd she have to- had to cast magic missile first. Yeah. 
And then she attacked the darkness. <laughs> she attacked the darkness. And then... She, then she said no more mutants that's how it then she said no more mutants got it so she that's rolled how... a six-sided die against mutants and it came up six so if i had to i i wonder if my favorite superhero was even on that list because i didn't see that my there favorite was some... superhero is what? reed richards by the way really mr fantastic yes well his name is mr fantastic well, and he's okay. the smartest he's the smartest person in the marvel universe at least that's I think so. I I don't yeah. I don't know the canon and everybody be like, oh no, the Brainiac guy. He's <laughs> they were both on superhero Jeopardy, and actually, who won was, <laughs> and it was a tie. <laughs> but Reed, yeah. if you don't know, Reed Richards is the leader of the Fantastic Four, and he's stretchy, and he's stretchy, and he's called Mister Fantastic mm-hmm. instead of Mister Stretchy, which would have been. Yeah. A less cool name. There's one I think in DC is called Rubber Man. Uh, there's Elastic Man and Plastic Man and Elongated oh, that's it. Man. That's it. Not Rubber Man. I no, think no. Rubber Man. I think he was he was the mascot <laughs> when we were teenagers in high school. He was. That's true. I'll let you do with that what you want. A, I think there was even a song. No, no, that's Trojan That was man. Rubber Band Man. That was Trojan Man is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Trojan Man, not uh, Rubber Man. I do love Rubber, rubber Man. Rubber Man is like, man. he's like the go-bots of contraceptives to <laughs> Trojan Man. <laughs> like, like Trojan Man's the Transformers. Rubber Man is the go-bots. <laughs> Equally effective, but not as cool. Uh, and don't even mention the villainous sheepskin man who was always <laughs> trying to foil their plans. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I, think, I think episode four. That was the mm. one where we try to use yes. an outline. If you notice, we don't have an outline for this one. No. And. Just so everybody knows, that is our least listened to episode. So it people really don't is. want us to be professional. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know if maybe that just happens up fourth episodes are bad. I don't know, but give it a listen. It's entertaining. There are some it really is. cool parts. I think I agree. It's not it's- as much of a hit maker as sports by Huey Lewis in the news, because that album was like every song was solid gold. But if you're interested in sports or you're a person who isn't in- interested in sports, you'll get something out of it. Yes. There you go. It's infotainment. Right. It's infotainment. Yeah. Big episode next. Big one. So the big, the big one next episode five. We're halfway through the 10. Was the, the one where the doc is in and mm-hmm. we interviewed our good friend, Jeff. Yeah. Also known as the Docker. The Docker. We were at Radio X back in the day. And uh, it was just fun talking to him because that was it was I think that one went out January 30th. So that would have been about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, if we were back in time a year in 2020, that would have been a month, a month and a half before we went up to Radio X and did our all request Saturday night reunion show. Uh, it would have been a month and a half after that we did that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we did the show at. Yeah. All right, then we're getting caught in time continuum <laughs> issues. Wait, so let's just say it was almost a year. Yeah, right. It was. That's true. <laughs> I wonder so, yeah. how they would feel if we posted the pl- like the audio because we have that. Uh, 
You mean in what do you mean of our show like, that we did? That so put a show within a show. Oh, yeah, I we see. Could what get you're very saying. meta with it. This well, way. we couldn't do the music. That would be the thing. No, what I meant was is like on Twitter, Instagram, oh, all of the you know different social media places. That. If we hosted that somewhere, yeah, people could listen to it. Yeah, I'm doing that today. That'll be up on our Twitter. So if you want to listen to our um, reunion show that was streamed on WUPX in Marquette, Michigan, there's going to be a link on our Twitter because there's nothing saying we can't at least put a link. It's not like we're selling it. Maybe maybe link. this will be our first cease and desist letter. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as it happens, I don't care. As long as it happens, I don't yeah. know. It doesn't have to happen soon. It's just got to happen. But this was I the first time I we did a... We did an interview and I think it was it the first really... time we did an interview and that was, it was almost like the first episode where we're like, Hey, is this thing working? Is yeah. your mic working? Is it... Cause we went through all kinds of technical issues. I think Jeff ended up talking <laughs> to us on like a Mr. Microphone that was <laughs> wired through an old Emerson tape deck with yep. the aux out into his computer. And there was and an easy he... bake oven involved, I think. Too. Yeah. And he had like, as long as the light was on, he could yeah. broadcast. He sounded great, though, for all that stuff. Yeah. And he had it only like took a, us like a half hour to get that working. Right. <laughs> We're pros, I swear. It, sometimes it would be really cool. I think people, not all people, but I think some people would get a kick out of having access to the things we say before you say, hey, now we're recording. Because sometimes it's really, really amusing. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, we're not recording then. So it is lost to the ether. But it's fun stuff. I highly recommend yeah. listening to us try to get our shit together. <laughs> I highly recommend it too. <laughs> I believe that's our first shit, by the way. We have nine oh, more to go. Oh, shit. We got to keep moving. Oh, oh, there's two. Here we go. Uh, so, so but yeah, in that one, uh, we talked with Jeff about why he started, why mm -hmm. he joined, mm -hmm. how we met, how we met. Um, um, he we talked still about has, songs, songs. We did talk about songs, but I want to say one thing. And I don't remember if we talked about this. But he and I don't remember if it was you or him that created this. I'm pretty certain it was him. He created one of my favorite, if not my most favorite show flyer of all time when we worked oh, at Radio X. What was it? It was the All Request Saturday Night Live one where he took Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> oh, yes. And <laughs> he did and that. This he is like before Photoshop was really a thing. So <laughs> he had to like use scissors. Yeah, it really was. He did. He was an artiste. And he made an all request Saturday night flyer with your head on the woman's body. I was the lady. And his. Yeah, he was John Travolta. And they were comically the wrong size. And it <laughs> he was looked all really like, cool, though. It, yeah, he looked cool <laughs> and you looked ridiculous. I think he might have spent a little more time perfecting his head to body ratio. <laughs> Shocker. Really? <laughs> but he did a great job. It was and like, amazing. The writing was in ransom letter, <laughs> like yeah. it was like cut out or something like that. And uh, if he still has that, see, we need to post that up on Twitter and Instagram. We need to have that available for people to see what we're talking about, because it, us describing it doesn't do it justice. No, it was really fun. He did a great job. And it was all in black and white. So it was yeah. totally DIY. It Very looked nice. like it looked like an old band flyer from somewhere. And it was yeah. ridiculous and it was hilarious. And, I, <laughs> and it was arguably my favorite show flyer that was ever made. That was a good one. Definitely. But we didn't talk about that. We forgot to mention it. Every, yeah, every time we do an interview, someone says, oh, I forgot to mention this. So it's 
just raring for a, a follow-up interview, I suppose. Well, Gotta I mean, we were all there for at least at least two years. Most people were there, if not more. I mm-hmm. want to say I was I was there longer than two years. Yeah. So, I mean, you come up. There's so much stuff that once you get talking, like later on, you remember. It's like going to an interview for a job. Yeah. You get done and you go home and you're like, oh, I should have brought up right. that. That's true. That's a really good analogy. My biggest weakness you're... isn't I work too hard. <laughs> I try too hard. <laughs> My biggest weakness is I care about all the other employees too much. Said no person ever. Sometimes I do too much work all at the same time and it's too good. Oh, that's, that's my struggle. Yeah. <laughs> if I hear that in an interview, I just check out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, so we talked about uh that's the first time I think that we really talked about songs that made us think of Radio X. Yep. And I do not have his list in front of me. No, so I, I don't can't. either, but it was a, it was a good list. Um, he had some, he had a couple songs that, that, that I hadn't thought of in a long time. And, um, I think it's like one of my favorite parts about interviewing someone is getting not a getting to catch up with them and see what's going on with, with their lives and stuff, but B hearing this, them like share that sort of shorthand that we all have like when someone all you have to do is mention a song and everyone's like oh man and all these memories of that come flooding back it's pretty funny i mean we keep making the joke in many of our episodes but if you say bumblebee tuna (laughs) and you were there during the time that we all worked there everybody's like oh man but we all know it and it brings us right back to that moment in time so as much as we groan we also smile at the same time yeah yeah, I smile every time I hear that song. I haven't. I you know we've mentioned it so many times. I haven't even went back and listened to it. Yeah. I should. I went should. back and listened to "Snap Your Fingers, Snap Your Neck," even though that <laughs> one makes me groan. And like I said, it's actually a good song when it's somebody not, isn't requesting yeah. it every hour on the hour. Not bad. Small doses. Small, Small doses. doses. Mm-hmm. So that was episode five. Episode six, we followed up with another great interview. The one where Sluice becomes more than just Matt's roommate. Sluice. He oh, has sluice. been, I've, I've known him since I was in junior high. So he and I have been pals for a long, 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 long time. So it was cool to talk to him, um, about something that, that we didn't really talk. Like we talk about like, Hey, how you doing? What are you up to? How was your job? And so to talk about radio X was, was cool because we didn't, hadn't really done that in a while. Um, so that was really neat. And to hear his perspective on some of the things, because he was he was in the shit like he was doing some. Oh, that's three. He was doing some like managerial he was, stuff. Yeah, he was he, had, he was like a manager. Mm-hmm. He had to deal he with was, things that really a college student shouldn't really have to deal with at that point. <laughs> and out of out of many of the people I knew there like him, he was yeah. a good pick to be a manager. Yes, Stone Cold, good pick to be a oh, manager. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, good Bridget, job. good mm-hmm. pick to be a manager. Yeah. And I think the other one that really sticks out in my head. So if I'm leaving somebody out, I apologize. But Rudy, Rudy, Rudy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy always seemed until I got to know him, I was like, that guy's business. Like he's, you have to take him seriously. Like a, almost like a, a pseudo parent. Obviously, he was just a college student, but I was just like, okay, I have to pay attention to what he's saying. He knows yep. what he's talking about. And then I realized how much he liked the dead. And I was like, I don't have to pay attention <laughs> to a damn thing he says. <laughs> right. And fish. <laughs> and fi- oh, that was my introduction yeah. to fish. Me too. 
Me and, too. And but I actually really like fish now. I loved you, Rude, but I do not like fish. Oh, it, it, because of him, I have taught my kids fish songs. Like we like listen your fishy, to fishy, fishy, fishy by Ernie. No, on Sesame Street. No, fee and contact and mango song. Like we listen to, and if you're not a fish fan, chalk dust torture. <laughs> Bouncing around the room. Bouncing around the room. Love that song. Now, I will say, I will say this much. I, I make fun of bands like Fish, but those guys are ridiculously talented. Yeah, it's they just really not are. my cup of tea. Yeah, it's and 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 where I lose the the um, thread is when they go into like a fifty five minute jam. Then I'm I'm bored. But their songs individually are are pretty good. So anyway, my actual introduction dog, to them was. Fish. Uh, was down with disease because that was all over yes. rock radio before I got up to Northern. Yeah. And, uh, that was my introduction to fish. And then I, and then I was like, Whoa, what is going on here? And then, you know, being the metal guy, I was like, Oh, I can't no, 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 fish. no so, one can know that I know this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like fish? No, I, I'd love to eat them during Lent on Fridays, but that's about <laughs> it. Scent and of I mule. All these, uh, now I'm thinking of all these fish songs. Fish food was good though. The, the, uh, the ice cream. Fish food. Fish food was, yeah, that was a good it's ice delicious. cream. Delicious. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I that has nothing that. to do with sluice. We went from, we went right. from sluice, sluice to being a manager. also <laughs> likes fish. He, I think, has the. Is this junta? real or are we just making things up now? I think he has the Junta album. I'm not sure. He likes fish. He's a, he's not a, a super fan, but he likes some music by fish. And Honestly, he'll definitely I, correct me if that's not true. <laughs> I don't know if you're lying right now. Is that even a real album? Yeah. I don't know if I'm lying oh. either, though. He might he might not be. I okay. think he's, he has some eclectic CDs, or at least at the time when CDs existed, he had some eclectic CDs. So Sluice he might was, have it. Sluice was the kind of guy that... And interviewing him, if you listen to what we're talking to him, you probably would, you you can probably pick this up too, is if you got, if you, if you just looked at Sluice and then you just, you know, judged a book by the cover, you'd be like, nah, he's not a college radio guy. He's not into that. Yeah. But he he totally would surprise you then. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he was so much fun to go to the bar with. (laughs) Uh, He sent me a text and I wish I had easily access to it, but he sent me a text like yesterday or the day before and it was... Hey, how many of these bands do you think played at the Love Pad? And it was a list of bands that were playing at some local bar near him, I think. And the names of the bands were ridiculous. <laughs> and I'll have to find them, but they they were so funny and they were definitely bands that would play at the Love Pad. And at the bottom of the list, like they were all bands that none of us had ever heard of, but at the bottom of the list, Local H. That's the only, and seriously. And I was like, well, I, I know one of those. And that actually played a lot when we were, you know, ironically, that played a lot when we were at, at Radio X. And he was like, what? And so I reminded him who Local H was. And he was like, oh, oh that's weird. But yeah, it was, he, he's uh, still thinking about good band names for the love pad. And, uh, and he was the one who also reminded us of the Bromers. Yes. The mighty, Which, mighty Bromer tones. Sometime we have to f- turn that into a podcast game that we share with everybody. But it's uh, in a nutshell, if we didn't, if you if you didn't tune in, basically, we would pass the time in the studio by taking band names and replacing a word from their name with the word Bromer. There's a gentleman named Mark Bromer. And, and sorry that I'm outing you, Mark, but it 
kind of goes with the story. I have to, and we would take band names and put his name into them. And, and, and he was hip to this. So he knew that we were doing it, but it was just, it would be so fun to just make band names up with, you know, like the mighty, mighty bromers, for example, the mighty, mighty bromer tones, mighty, mighty bromer tones. There you go. Yeah. That's even better. (laughs) Yeah. Brimful of metallobromers. The metallobromers. Yeah. Bromer death all day. Yes. We we could do this all day. (laughs) I'm just surprised that you guys remembered that. The, uh, and of course, the bands at the Love Pad. My favorite one was the Bleeding Martha Stewart's. Yep, mm-hmm. it was my favorite band that ever played at the at the Love Pad. Right. I can't rem- I can't believe you don't remember Laser Day. I'm almost yeah. offended that you don't remember I Laser don't Day. Don't remember it at all. You were there. Sluice was there. Bridget was there. I'm sure more people were there that so, I'm not even remembering. So we we filled the room with like all right. String? You know that that thin silver ribbon it's not like really wide but it's it's ribbon yeah and somebody either found a roll of it or somebody left a roll of it somewhere i don't know how do college kids get anything <laughs> but we like tied it to something and then we just strung it all over the, and it was like you had to get through the room without touching wow. the lasers that sounds fun and miserable at the same time and it sounds like something we totally would yeah. have done yeah I'm glad I participated, even though I have no memory of it. But that's not unusual for me. There are a lot of. For it's not unusual for a lot of college kids, just letting you know. I know. But for someone who didn't really do hard drugs and didn't drink all through college, it's weird how much I have forgotten. It's just really weird. Yeah. I, I there's a lot I've forgotten, too. But there's a lot of stuff that I remember, too. And I'm like, why do I remember that? And most <laughs> of too. it is not stuff I'm going to talk about on yeah, a microphone. Me too. But it's like, why do I? That's funny yeah. that I remember that, but I don't remember. Yeah, that. my brain decides things independently of how I would want him to oh, remember. And actually, I'm going to wait till we get to episode nine to bring this uh, other point up of something I was right about. And I uh, just just know that that's coming. Oh, so that's some, so, what, that was just a, some teaser shit. That it was, just a, gave it was, yeah, it was a teaser shit. So there's oh, four, 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 you okay. writing them down. Okay. No, I'm not. So <laughs> I'm counting on you. Okay, so that good. was episode six. The one where Sluice becomes more than just Matt's roommate. Yeah. And I, there's so many, you know, and there's so many stories about, like we said about each one of us that we're not going to talk about on microphone. And I know since you and Sluice live together, right. I have so many stories that I'm not going to talk about that I remember with Sluice. Because he was also friends with my ex-wife, so I would see Sluice at at your apartment. Oh yeah! But he would also come by, like when we were living together, he'd come by and visit too, and hang out. Because he was also friends with my ex-wife, right? Who was also, you know, who I dated in college. So Sluice was a part yes. of many other parts of my college life outside of the radio station. I and I have to ask him again. There's a picture of him and I on senior crawl that I'm like, I should post this. Mm-hmm. He gave it to me, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to post it or not into the public. It's on the private thing. You should just pixelate his face or put like a an emoji face on it. Instead. I'll do a face swap. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know it's us. I'll put my face on your body and your no, you face have, on my body. You have to do that anyway, even if you just show me and nobody else. That I have to see. <laughs> that would be fascinating. The, oh, I have funny. a sleuth story. I have a sleuth story. Hold on. So when we lived in the dorms. And the reason this is irrelevant, I'll get to. We lived in the dorms and I had the CD that is now celebrating this year, 25 years. It's the 25 year anniversary of Stone Temple Pilots, Tiny Music, Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop. You know that album? I do. Yep. 
I bought that CD and everyone, and I played it loud. And then after I played it a couple times, everyone in our dorm hall would come over knocking on the door, banging on the door and ask us to play it with our door open really, really loud at random times throughout the day. Like, and you could have bought the CD. You could have got the CD free from Columbia house. I mean, it wasn't like I owned the only version of it. It's not free. It was a penny, my friend. (laughs) Right. So I guess, you know, they didn't want to spend the penny and commit themselves to a life of crime. So So they just asked us all the time, to play that to it was big bang baby that was the single that came out and they would have yep. us play that song all the time and it was it was cool like you felt like you were a cool guy because they were like hey man play that cool song and we would play it but i just realized that 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 cd is 25 years old this Ouch. year i know 25 Ouch. years it's Ugh. crazy <laughs> All right, so let's not talk about things that make me feel that way anymore. Sorry. <laughs> let's get on to something more positive. So we're going to move on to episode seven. One of my favorites. The one with a fake baby, yeah. weird lyrics, and we agree that the husband did it. Oh, so good. I've listened to this one all the way through, I have to admit, and I know that maybe is conceited, but I had such fun recording it, and there were so many parts that I just laughed about <laughs> again the second and third times that it was it was a really good episode so if i mean if if you're there, new to us and you want a really good solid podcast episode i would say start at seven and then work your way around in in no particular order to the rest of them but seven was so much fun and there's a little bit of stuff for everybody yeah there's a little something for everybody i agree <laughs> one of the funnier comments i got from a listener who happens to be somebody I also know. Yeah. And uh, so th- this might offend some people. And if it does, I apologize. It's not meant to be offensive. <laughs> but here we go. He's like, I've thought I've heard a lot of white things in my life. <laughs> and then when I heard you reciting yeah. Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> I know. That might be the whitest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it probably will be for a long, long time. <laughs> and it's not because I was reciting the lyrics per se. It's because I was singing them like it was a campfire <laughs> and, and Jace, it was sung badly and jace everybody who is tuning into this episode knows that because i laughed hysterically adding that to our new show entry intro <laughs> so that's what you get to hear whenever you tune into oh, our podcast did. now that's right <laughs> that's right i had I... to it was the best it was the best oh thing. it was that it was it was good <laughs> But How there was that a lot fake of... baby, by the way? Is that did the fake baby survive? It, I think the fake baby did out. survive. Um, okay. and my son got a B plus on the project. Nice. So the fake baby survived, but there must have been some dings because he didn't get an A. Wow. Now I'm kind of curious what went wrong. Yeah, me too, because uh, my son is a he he's a he's a man of few words. So <laughs> basically, I got out of him. I says, "Hey, how did that project go? Where you had to take care of the baby all weekend?" Yeah, and he's like, "Good." I said, okay, what grade did you get? B plus. Okay. All right. Thanks. There we go. Baby didn't die, obviously. <laughs> Baby didn't die. Yeah. Well, that's good. No, but now I want to know. Yeah. I would like to talk to those teachers, like on average, how many of the fake babies die? Next time you do like a parent-teacher conference, it's got to be all 100% fake baby centric. Like, let's get down to brass tacks here. 
what happened to the robot baby? Tell me everything. Yeah, I want to see happened? charts and graphs. I want to see because you're getting feedback. It's it's like electronically attached to a tether. So yeah. they must download they like, the baby's essence when it gets back into the school. Everything. <laughs> that baby probably recorded you recording the podcast. One, he only got a B plus. I'm a little offended <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to find out because I'm dying to know what happened to that baby. And if that baby is off to like, you know, robot toddler school now. It's being a fake baby for somebody else, teaching mm-hmm. them how to parent. It's it's funny though because I'm I'm watching him do this all weekend long. He did a really good job, yeah. And you know the fake baby cries and the fake baby does all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I guess this is as you know probably as close as you're going to get them to being a parent. But I'm here to tell you, <laughs> children, that a fake baby doesn't only cry once at night. Right? No, no, no. no. That would be too easy. Uh, real babies they cry. Sometimes constantly at night. Right. And only at night when they know you have to sleep. Exactly. Because although babies are precious, (laughs) they can definitely make you not think they're precious for moments (laughs) in time. That was about the most politically correct way I could put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully the robot baby is okay. But that was a good episode. The poop is real. The poop is real with real. But no, not with a fake baby. No, with real babies. How do they do that? (laughs) The poop is real. The puke is real. Everything else is real. (laughs) It's not just oh, you have to you have to change its fake baby diaper and it's magically the poop is gone. Nope. That would wait. Wait. This would change the course of society if instead of having a robot baby that fake pooped have a robot baby that actual that has actual real poop (laughs) nobody would have kids until after college they would be disgusted you'd like to think that but you and i both know (laughs) i mean okay some would but still if you had to deal with actual excrement now that (laughs) begs the question who's going to you know, install it into each robot baby every semester. Hey, hey they do fecal do transplants, so somebody does it. <laughs> so someone is doing it. I feel like this could, we we might be onto something. This is going to be an, a patent that we need to work on. You don't want to be the kid who gets the malfunctioning fake baby <laughs> with real poop. Just saying. <laughs> because it, you know, there's actuators and, 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 you know, valves and pressurized tubes that would have it come out at a reasonable pace unless something went wrong. And if it goes, oh man, no. Nope. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> so that's episode seven. It <laughs> was I a got fake the, baby. I, I have to say I got probably the most feedback personally on that episode, just to another really quick capper because, um, because the songs that we talked about were a kind of ridiculous and also super popular and people were, they wanted to follow up with me about, well, what about this? And did you think about this? And, and, and this is what they were really saying. And you guys sounded ridiculous saying these lyrics and, and yes to all of those things, but it was fun to hear everybody's feedback on. And that was like before the most feedback I got was the David Bryan thing. I got a lot of feedback about David Bryan being and a Tony winner versus Bon Jovi's keyboard player. And then, since then, the most feedback I got was the song lyrics. 
I actually got some David Bryan feedback, not from the man himself, but um, <laughs> one of my uh, my son's friends is like, so apparently your dad doesn't like Bon Jovi. Oh, well, that's missing and the I was mark like, a bit. I was like, well, how did he get that? I says, we, we never said we didn't like Bon Jovi. We were just talking about David Bryan, yeah. the keyboardist from Bon Jovi. I don't know how he construed that we didn't like Bon Jovi, right. but so I know- other children, this is great. We're saying all this, all this shit, and these kids are listening to this. That's five <sighs> kids. <laughs> and by the fa- by the way, the the reason that we agreed that the husband did it is because I I want to say we were talking about my love of true crime podcasts. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's why that's in there. Yeah, but trust me, the husband did do it. I mean, ninety nine so, times out of a hundred. Yeah, I would say. So on to episode eight. Episode the one eight, where Stevie Wonder is blind. Mm, I loved this one too. I had so much fun with this one. It was like a a double whammy of super fun, and not that I don't have fun in the other episodes, but it was a double whammy of minute to minute. I was entertained by you or by myself the entire time. Yeah, because that was the one where I actually did some homework for once, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and put together really a bunch of music conspiracy theories. I I even learned something that Andrew WK is not the real Andrew WK. He's actually Steve Mike. Obviously, or Steve. So Mike. they say. Obviously, so they say. I think so. And I did get a rando from Twitter who said I had never heard some of those conspiracy theories, and I apologize for calling you a rando, but I can't remember what your Twitter handle is because I don't remember anybody's Twitter handle because nobody's named Mike Smith. They're always named. I once walked into a bar. <laughs> At 1130. Like those are all their names on Twitter. And I can't possibly remember your names. So I'm sorry. Nobody has a normal name on Twitter. My favorite thing on Twitter is when you come across a person who thinks they have like a super funny name. But then when they go to put it in, they realize somebody else had that name before. them. So so there's like an original Mike Oxlong. And then there's like Mike Oxlong 22, 22. And then there's Mike Oxlong 69. (laughs) Get it. Uh, Good one. Yeah. (laughs) But those are my favorite ones. Like, so you didn't even go back to the drawing board. You're just like Mike Oxlong one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone on Twitter has either there. It has a name with numbers on it, or it's like a, a phrase that cuts off. So I, I apologize. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited that you uh, responded to that episode and keep listening. But I don't remember your name. And 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 so I apologize. But yeah, thanks, Twitter rando. Yeah, you're awesome, though. I love but, Twitter randos. I'm just never going to remember who they are. I also learned in that one that Chris Christopherson is very accomplished. He even is. for being an, a lizard. He's got the perfect lizard person life. He does. He's doing it absolutely right. Was Don't he in a movie with Sissy Spacek? Did we talk about this? Probably. I Wouldn't you be if you were a lizard person? I would yeah. be. I was going to, we'll just say that he was. I mean, we just said he's a lizard person, so we can just make up whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've already broke the ice on that. <laughs> yeah. Since he's a lizard, didn't he invent radio too? He did. He yep. did. That was back when it was good though. He's done a lot of stuff and uh, and still stayed relatively under the radar, which is if, if you're a lizard person, that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah, he's doing it right. You don't want to go up to the top because then everyone's gunning for you and you have to make sure you're always in the shadows when you go back to your lizard form because there's always someone gunning for that number one spot. You just want to kick back. Yeah. 
eat some flies. Yeah, sit on the yeah, beach. Just, just be a lizard for a while. Sun on a rock. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But or maybe you have one of those right. rocks that you plug in and you just sit on it. You don't need the sun. You just need that warmth for your That's how you cold, know you're in blood. the company of lizard people is if you go to a beach <laughs> and there's a bunch of people sitting on warm rocks, you're like, I see you lizard people. Yeah. And I know what you're doing. anyone. I respect the game, so I'm not going to out you. <laughs> but I know. I know. But I know. Yeah. I know. I think it's. I think we were doing a good public service telling people that he was a lizard person yeah. because we didn't say he was bad. We just said he's no, a lizard person. No, he's one of the better lizard people, frankly. Yeah, wrote some Smiling good songs. Song yeah, yeah. He was in the military. He's exactly. He was a contributor. <laughs> he's he's an earner. <laughs> yeah, he's officially retired now, so he's just off living that living that lizard life. Oh yeah, that lounge lizard life. Oh, uh, see what I did there. Oh. And right there is where we're going to stop talking about that episode. <laughs> episode eight, the one where Stevie Wonder is blind. Yeah. So then we moved on to our next episode, which is our third interview. And let mm-hmm. me say it was the shit. It was, it was a good, good interview. And I, I have to say that because in the disclaimer, Six. I said, we're going to talk about some shit. Seven. And that shit happened a long eight. time ago. Yep. So. It's true. You did eight. mention shit twice in that disclaimer. I did. So there's nine. And we're at Seven. episode nine. <laughs> but we interviewed our friend Jen. You probably yep. know her as the Gentrix. Gentrix. Yep. Gentrix. That was fun. She had a um she was another first because she played music that she wrote yes. and sang and performed, which was she super got, cool. She got two firsts. Music two firsts? that she performed and sang when she was it was from uh, way back when I'm making us all sound super old, but uh, way back when she was doing, yeah, 1932 when she was part of her solo group, Flashing Red Airplane. <laughs> there were airplanes. Airplanes back then, were right? a new thing back then, and you know, it was it was red and there was a cloud, so it yep. was kind of flashing, flashing in the clouds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the other first that was on her episode was we actually got permission to play licensed <sighs> music. That's right. Thank you to Johnny at Fire Records again for letting us do that. That was yeah, that was neat. Um, I and I, I have listened to... to a bunch of half Japanese because of that episode. Oh really? Yeah. I still stand by my comment saying if you wanted to give me a song that sounded like Radio X when we were there, that yeah. song that she had us play, I was like, yeah, this sounds like college radio. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. It isn't. I have to admit, it wasn't. It wouldn't have been my first choice to break the uh, bubble on playing music, it wouldn't have been that one. It wouldn't have been half Japanese. It would have definitely been Gentrix playing music. That was cool. But I don't know that if I had to pick some sort of commercially licensed like record, I don't know that that would have been my first, but it was fun. I liked listening to it and it was cool that we got to do it. And it was super cool that the actual record label gave us permission. So we're not going to get sued or anything. And it was the other part that made it cool was that we asked her to, you know, give us some important things that were important to her or made her remind or reminded her of being there. And that was one of them. Yeah, it was very on brand for sure. Oh, yes. And the homework she gave us. (laughs) Did you listen to Fields of Nephilim? (laughs) I have not listened to Fields of Nephilim yet. Okay. <laughs> but I have it written down. Did you? Yeah. All right. Well, now you got to talk. 
it was, it, I didn't listen to a lot of it. It wasn't my <laughs> cup of tea, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. I, I feel much older than, than probably you or Jen. So when I, when I listened to it, I was like, mm, okay, all right. That's music. That's interesting, but not my cup she of tea. Had, she had some, uh, some interesting songs on her list of songs that reminded her of Radio X and totally threw me with some of them. Yeah. Totally threw me with some of them. Like when she said uh, Blur's song two was one of it. I was like, didn't see that coming. You didn't. Rem- that didn't make you think of this of Radio X. It didn't make me think that didn't because what I remember Jen playing. Oh, I see on the air. Saying. Like yeah. I remember Jen off air, of course. Yes. But what mm-hmm. I remember Jen playing on air, I don't think I would have said blur song too now i understand why it reminds her it reminds yeah. me too i i'm on board with why it reminds her of that. right can't get away from it yeah and uh but i was i would have never picked that to be in her list and that was it was cool and surprising definitely and, and there was one song that was on there like i knew pretty much every song oh the other song that cracked me up and it's it's totally it's actually completely on brand is uh crazy train she was like yeah crazy <laughs> Because she was, a, I was on Thrash and Trash Tuesday, and she actually called in quite a bit because yeah. she was an old school metalhead before she got into what people would consider "quote unquote" college radio music. Mm-hmm. But she was an old school metalhead, yeah, before. So she would call and request songs uh, quite a bit. Nice. And uh, but the one song that surprised that I didn't know on the list was uh, "Anna Ing" by They Might Be Giants, which I was kind of upset oh, with myself. I'm like, I should that know song. that song. I love that song. That's another band that I have tried to force my kids to like because if not it would be it would be a sad state of affairs in my kitchen because we like to listen to music in the kitchen and that's if it's not stuff that i like or that mindy likes it's stuff that they found somehow from other places and it's usually baby shark or pink (laughs) pink fong or which which is vaguely sounds vaguely pornographic when you think about it, but I don't even know what that is. It's Thank a kid's God my thing. Kids are older. If you have kids and they I have do, internet, no, and they're little, they have probably heard music from Pink Fong, F O N G, not Thong, but Pink Fong. <laughs> please, please don't type that wrong. Kids. I know. And uh, I mean, they also my kids both also know the Thong song. Don't get me wrong, but they. <laughs> They listen to Pink Fong all the time and it's it's nonsense and I can't stand it. So if it's I have to f- kind of make them guide them in the right direction of somewhat interesting and somewhat kid friendly music. So it's um, they might be giants are really right in that wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I actually tried. I think there was a period of time where I tried to keep it kid appropriate for my songs for my kids to listen to. And your kids are definitely still in that age range where I was doing that. But mine are old enough now that I'm like, here, listen to this. And they're coming with to me with, hey, dad, do you know who this is? Right. And rarely do I not know who it is. They're like, how do you know so much music? I'm like, this, <laughs> this is all your dad did for years was just listen to records. Have you heard of records. this band called the Rolling Stones, dad? Oh, no, it's it's close to that. My uh, middle son's favorite band is Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He's 13. Yeah, it's I'm looking forward to what happens next. <laughs> He's like, Dad, I really love this song, Echoes. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. Stop no. it. You don't like this. No. Here, listen to ACDC. You like Camaros and beer. Cut it out. And I, Dad, I also want an air freshener for my room. Is that cool? And <laughs> yeah, a lock. So, and a lock. 
So, uh, <laughs> what do you think of uh, patchouli, Dad? <laughs> I think you're going to live with your mother. That's what I Drive think. Drive me to the incense store, please, sir. Yes, can I'm I... going to need a black light. Dad, could you take me to backroom obsessions? <laughs> there you go. Or I guess he would just say obsessions, not There's backroom a deep obsessions. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. If you lived up in Marquette in the mid nineties, you know exactly what we're talking about. (laughs) So, but this is the, the episode with the Gentrix. We had a discussion Mm -hmm. and I got back up on this and I, so I could be right. Okay. My favorite thing to be excellent (laughs) next to alive is right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we had a discussion about where, about where public safety was. Oh, and I was right. Really? It was, across, it was across the parking lot from Radio when? X. So it was in, we, but what we couldn't remember, because I was talking to Bridget. I talked to her on the phone for uh, for a hot second the other day. Yeah. And um, she was like, no, no, no. You were, she was like, I'm screaming at my, at my radio. <laughs> oh, she was listening. Awesome. <laughs> she was listening. <laughs> and That's fantastic. She's like, it did end up out towards where you guys were talking about. Yeah. At a later time, but it originally was across, and we think it was Grease Hall. We think that's what it was called. We're not sure because so, I know I lived. I lived in Spooner for a while. Spooner. I don't even know her. Ah, ah, nice. Anyways, yeah, that's joke never dies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was there. It was across the way because I remember walking over there, having to get the key. Was it that directly was across on. from that tiny little parking lot? For yeah. The... Wow. Where we'd always get parking tickets for parking there. Where the geese would attack you? (laughs) Yes, it was across there. Wait a minute. Was it where that bear had climbed up a tree and they had to get it down with Twinkies? No, that was farther down by Cahotis. It was a little farther. Now I know what you're talking about. I've triangulated where you're talking about. I get it. Yeah, because across the parking lot, I want to say it was Grease Hall, and then Spooner was attached to it. Because I lived in Spooner for a while, and I remember remember that because I lived over there with fellow uh, uh, fellow DJs, uh, Empire Mm -hmm. and Sneaky Pete lived in uh, Spooner Hall too. Didn't uh, Stone Cold live there? I think he did, but not when I lived there. Okay, so that's where public safety was was originally, and then it moved down to by the right place. Yeah, and then it moved over there, and that's great. But the important part was, is I was right. <laughs> I told her, thank you for that, because I am going to bring that up multiple times. Wonderful. So, Jen, if you're listening, because I think she agreed with both of us because she was She was uh, being great. very diplo- diplomatic about Yeah, it. she was super diplomatic. So yeah. I will include you. She we didn't were want right. mom and dad to fight. She just wanted Proof was to wrong. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, was – didn't we have a key for something in the studio that was attached to a bowling pin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, like a gas station bathroom situation. Was it for the bathroom? No. No, because that was, for, open it was to, to open the, the studio. Yeah, it was a it was a bowling ball. Yeah. Or a bowling pin. Yes. Correct. Like if you were there alone and you had to leave, you could shut the door and then you could still get in or something like that. And it made a good weapon because you were walking by yourself out in the dark from Way, way over by the right place. <laughs> no, that would never happen because it wasn't there to begin with. Maybe later on, but cars were invented by then. So you oh, okay. Walking. Yep. That's my mistake. I, it was pre-cars. That's where you were talking. 
I remember one time speaking of cars, I gave I gave uh Vlad a ride home and mm-hmm. I had this old um this old Chevy Corsica. It was an LTZ, so it was, was it Burgundy? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was Burgundy. And he's like, Wow, this is a really nice car for a college kid. <laughs> he was impressed by my Chevy Corsica. I remember that. Oh man. He restores motorcycles now, so his uh, modes really? of trans- yeah, his modes of transportation are much nicer than than that Chevy Corsica ever could oh, be. That's fantastic. My sister used to call that my pink car because it was that Chevy maroon that would fade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so over time it faded right. and it would get this. It got this weird color, and my yep. sister would be like, "Oh, Jason's got a pink Corsica." I'm like, Shut up, <laughs> little pink Corsica. Yeah. So, so okay, we um we've talked about every episode. We've just yep. established the fact that Jace was right about one thing in 10 episodes. So kudos, Jace. I was right. We are about multiple things, but specifically yeah, that multiple one. things. And including, I have to point out that ACDC got better when they got a different thing. No, no, so no, 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 no. Let's move was... swiftly along. <laughs> now that we've established those two important facts, they were equally as good. <laughs> There's no one nor better. They were equal. So it's like a greater than or equal to sign in math. You know, those just equal, equal to or like the fake sugar. It was equal. (laughs) So coming up, I have to talk about coming up because we have a couple different interviews that I'm excited about. And and we have more than this, but I, I have talked to the one story I have to just say, the one story I've been dying to tell about radio, about college radio, I have been holding and it kills me to not be able to talk to you about it. And you know the story, but Stone Cold Jim Bollinger is oh, yeah. game for talking about our He's near death integral experience. to it. You have to do it. He has to be here because I know that he'll be able to fill in gaps of, of my memory that I forget and when when you dear listener hear that he is going to be on the podcast you have to listen to that episode because it's going to be terrifyingly fascinating and that's the only teaser i'm going to say but he's he's game for talking so that's super exciting and that's going to come up sometime season 2 um also the voice and I'm of mad god that i couldn't go to that one i am mad that i didn't go with you guys yeah I know. Oh, I, to this day, I'm like that was that was my that was my moment, and I didn't go. Yeah, exactly. And now but you guys did, and that's the did. important part. And we have it's, the story. It's a good story. Also, the voice of God, the 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 sound you heard whenever the station would go on the air after being off, after being static. Walt Lindela is going to be doing the podcast, and he's like an actual local celebrity. Like he's probably the only famous person we'll ever have on the podcast, at least any locally soon. famous. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, has agreed that he would like to do it, which is super cool because I worked with him actually in commercial radio for a while too. So I can tell him how I think that commercial radio is horrible to his, to his cy- face. cyber face. At least it won't be as maybe we'll face. have cameras by then and we you can do it actually yeah. really real digitized face, but he's a, he's a, he's a local celebrity. So that's exciting that he's going to be on, a future podcast in season two. And I know we have a couple others that are, um, have agreed to do it, which is super exciting because we have all, yeah, all kinds of our old coworkers have, have agreed 
that they would like to come on at some point. I mean, and Josh has has told me, Kent has told me. Yep. So those are just a couple more. Yep, uh, those Spike. Would be awesome, excellent, very cool. And Spike, I have to say, Spike, since you listen, you every time you tweet, you are drinking. So there's a problem, Spike. <laughs> I don't want to be the only one to tell you. <laughs> he is the editor in chief of a brewing magazine. <laughs> I so I know I, it's it, so funny. Like that's his job. So I totally get it. But I follow him on Twitter and every the only thing he tweets is here's what I'm drinking. Here's what I'm drinking. Here's what I'm drinking. And that's it. So if you like were to follow his thing, it would be like, OK, well, you're just always drinking. But it's his sloshed. job. Yeah, he has to do it. He doesn't even enjoy it. It's no it's his part job. of the job. He just has to. So, sir, you have to have another bougie IPA. No, oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly. You have to. Okay, you have yes, to. I will. Yeah, they will not sell another sixer if you don't drink this IPA on camera and smile the so, whole time. Dance, so, monkey. Let's so, go. So, I'm hoping he's had a few before he starts recording an episode with us. That's my. Well, maybe, maybe when we have Spike on, I'll I'll have a few. I yes. don't. I don't like IPAs, which. If yeah, I just don't like IPAs. Okay, I I like my beer cheap, cold, and domestic. Preferably free if we can work that out. But you know, <laughs> so yeah, you'll have a few. He'll have a few. I'll be sober and I'll drive us all home afterwards. Yeah, it'll be like a it'll be like an old Thursday night. Except for I don't think Spike like ever went on Thursday. Thursday nights. It was usually me, you, and Jeff. Yeah, it'll, sometimes Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. It'll be just like that though. At the wash tub, exactly. Oh, right. man. So we've got some good stuff coming up. Um, and so what have you been listening to lately? What have I, I'm glad you asked because I went and I wrote a bunch of stuff down. I have to I ask first, to. have you listened to any complete bullshit? Ten. Um, I usually forget about those <laughs> if I've listened to some complete bullshit because <laughs> I have Okay, plenty of it. I just had to make sure we got 10 in there. So everybody's a winner now or, yeah. or loser, depending on how you lean. Yeah. Depending how you feel about that. Yeah. I have listened to some complete bullshit out there. Uh, but like I said, I usually forget about that stuff. What I have been listening to, and I wanted to, there's a couple things, but I wanted to bring these two up because it's, it's kind of, it talks about supporting one of my favorite things to do, and it's two of my favorite artists. Okay. Uh, my birthday was last week. We're recording this uh, March 27th or something like Happy that. Happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. And my, and my birthday is on March 17th, mm-hmm. which is St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. yes, in case you're wondering, I get asked this every year. So is your birthday always on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Sometimes when I feel like being a dick, I just say, no, no. Why would you ask? I like that. Well, because the reason I like that is because there are holidays that are not right. necessarily, but obviously St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is on March 17th every year. <laughs> every cool. year. Just so you I know. dig that. And every year it is my birthday. So Wait, um, so your birthday doesn't shift depending on the second no. Saturday of the month? Okay. No, it's not like Easter. All right, cool. <laughs> um, so for my birthday, mm-hmm. I purchased and watched with my family mm-hmm. Flogging Molly live from Ireland on St. Nice. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Nice. And uh, and I, I got the T-shirt and everything. And actually, I just noticed when I was folding the laundry. So I got I got a, a concert package and you, you, you join it online. Wait, were they live it? at Molly Malone's? 
No, because Molly Malone's oh. is in Los Angeles, if I remember correctly. Really? Because that's where oh. they got their name. Now, I, I might yeah. not have this completely right. They got their name because the people are like, you're just going to keep flogging Molly's your whole life. Exactly. And then they, they're like, that's a great name for a band. But I want to say that was in L.A. Gotcha. And did you know that his wife is from Detroit or the greater Detroit area? Of course I didn't know that. That's oh, fascinating. She is. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a little flogging Molly uh, trivia for you. But Excellent. yeah, we uh, we watched it on my birthday. I figured that's fitting. St. Patrick's Day, flogging Molly live from Ireland. Definitely. And so I got the ticket and the T-shirt. And I noticed inside the T-shirt where the tag normally is, um, it says flogging Molly live on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2021. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. And I wanted, they were also sponsored by Bushmills. They kind of helped put it on the whiskey folks. Yeah. I think it was Bushmills. I hope do, I got that right. Cause that do, could be a potential sponsorship. Do people frequently give you beer or Ireland themed birthday presents? No, thankfully. Oh. No. Okay. Um, cause amazingly enough, and we'll talk about a little bit about the life of Jace. Yeah. Is there was a lot of time until there was many years that I didn't even go to the bar on my birthday. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I have a weird relationship with that whole thing. And especially since I became a man of a certain age, I sure I don't celebrate my birthday as much. Everybody else celebrates it because why wouldn't they? Plus, it's um, mayhem on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. It's kind it's kind of like New Year's Eve, which yeah. we jokingly will call it rookie night. Right. Why would you subject yourself to that? I totally get every it. everybody goes out and gets shit faced. Yep. And then, you know, 12. So the Uber drivers, they make a good amount of money. This year, I'm sure nobody did, or not many people did, because no. the, around here, there's not a lot of bars you can go to. Right. So, but I just wanted to point that out because I bought um, I bought their, you know, virtual live, mm -hmm. and uh, I actually posted it to our Instagram site. So if you're on Instagram, awesome. you saw a, a picture of me virtually on stage. I saw that picture. That was cool. And, Very um, cool. But I did it because, well, one, I like them, and two... I like live music and I mm. really, really love concerts. And over this whole time, that's one of the things I've missed the most. So I've been trying to donate and buy these live streams to, you know, my little bit to help the thing that I like keep going. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that brings me to something else I've been listening to. And you listened to a little bit not too long ago. I actually bought uh, Brian Fallon is doing his album Painkillers, which was his first solo album ah. live from home. On April Fool's Day, and I bought the uh, live stream for that. Very fun fact, cool. Fun fact about uh, that show is his Painkillers album. That was Amy and I went and saw him on the original tour supporting the Painkillers album a couple years or probably about four years ago now. And um, and he he spoke to me inadvertently at <laughs> that concert. What? He doesn't know it was me, but he was speaking to me because he stopped at one point. He was playing an acoustic guitar mm -hmm. and he was holding it very high up on his chest, kind of like country. There's a lot of country players that hold it up and they kind of play it from the end. Yeah. And he's like, why do you know? He kind of stopped and he was bantering with the audience. He's like, why do country players like a lot of country players play their guitar like this? And I yelled out because it looks like they're holding a shotgun. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it was just like fell silent at the perfect time. And he's like, yeah, oh, nice. it does look like they're holding a shotgun. So if you oh, didn't know it, Brian man. Fallon, you did talk to me. That's 
fantastic. Too bad that live recording didn't end up on a, a album or a CD or something. Yeah, there was another funny story at that. I want to say it was that show because I've seen him a couple times with the Gaslight Anthem and Solo. Um, he was like, there was a part in the show where they kind of stop and he's talking to the crowd and this girl starts yelling something. We were at St. Andrew's Hall, so it's not a very big place. Mm-hmm. And uh, this girl starts yelling and he's looking out. He's like, all right, hold on, hold on. He's like, come up here, come up here. And people are like saying something. He's like, no, 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 this never happens to me. This never, it's this like tall model blonde like out of a magazine looking girl and he's like yeah 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 he's like i know you guys think this happens to people like me all the time this never happens to me so i'm talking to her (laughs) (laughs) and it was just kind of funny and she asked for to play a song or something like that and then i just thought the interaction was was very funny that's really cool that's cool Totally. Those are two things. And the the rest of my list I'll go through quickly. I okay. was kind of listening to at the beginning when you joined our, uh, so we could get recording here. I've been listening to lots of REM lately. Which makes me want to jump up and down and scream because they're my favorite band. Like, Yep. I, I remembered that. I was like, favorite. oh, Matt will dig this. Yeah. My favorite. This, specifically on the playlist, Orange Crush, Radio Free Europe, Drive. Um, so those have all been playing a nice. lot. Metallica's Ride the Lightning, because we talked about Metallica last week, so I was listening yeah. to a little bit of that. And I've also, there's a YouTuber named Bradley Hall. Him and his friends did a open-to-close cover of Master of Puffet, Puppets because it uh, turned 35. Whoa. Yeah, so I, I think I got that right. I know they did a cover it. I think the 35th anniversary part is right. Um, this band, War on Women, mm-hmm. if you're going to check them out, I would recommend uh, the songs white lies and capture the flag and somehow some reason the song pumped up kicks kept popping up in my playlist nice by foster the people i like that song too that's cool (laughs) and uh i learned this uh past week that i think josh gondelman is very funny he was on going off track Hmm. uh he's he's one of the writers for uh uh desus and marrow don't know what that is yeah i apparently we're really supposed to because they're hilarious so i gotta go check them out all right well, cool. That's so. good stuff. So I have a, for what I listened to this week, um, I have a little bit of a bone that I have to pick with my favorite radio station. So I listened to WXPN out of Philadelphia and they're really good. They're like a good format free um, sort of, they're, they're a public radio. So they take um, donations, you know, they're, they're listener supported, but they, you are, mean payola? Yes. <laughs> yes. So they um they do a, a show every Friday, Funky Friday. And I sometimes I even text you and say, hey, it's Funky Friday, because I always listen to it. And they play some of the weirdest and coolest and and most fun funk music. And sometimes their idea of funk is a little bit weird, but it's always funky. Like, I mean, they'll play Bootsy Collins and they'll play... um you know, D light or they'll play earth, wind and fire, but it's always like the funkiest versions of their songs that they'll, that they'll play. And it's, and it's good music. And I always listen to it cause it just puts you in a good mood. It's funk. Do music. they ever play uptown funk? Yeah, they have. I mean, but the, that's the thing. Like they'll put a lot of different, it's not really funk ideas of funk, but it just so happened this past Friday coincided with Diana Ross's birthday. So, and this was, oh, this was was yesterday. So 
they started with Sweet Love Hangover, funk song. Yeah, I would give that. It's a little disco-y, but it's kind of funky. Uh, yeah, it leans heavily in the disco world, but it I'll does. give them that one. And then they proceeded to just play Supreme songs and Diana uh-huh. Ross solo songs. And it was literally the first 40 minutes of Funky Friday was all Diana Ross. And and Diana Ross, I love you. You're very funky, but your music isn't all funky. And it was, no. it was kind of annoying. And it was the one time when I'm like, why does this DJ get the freedom to do whatever he damn well pleases? Because he should be playing funk music. <laughs> funk Normally, that. Funk, funk that. This. And, and I was, <laughs> I was like kind of angry because I was, I always am a proponent of the DJ being able to be free and do what they want. And sure. He was celebrating her birthday and, but it was annoying. It was annoying to me because it wasn't, I think if your show is called funky Friday, it should be on Friday and it should be funky. Those should be the only criteria. And he only had 50% of that. Hmm. So I was annoyed. In name only that week. Yeah. I was kind of annoyed, but I still like the show. I'll still tune in next Friday and see if they redeem themselves. But also I have to point out that it was a, a guest DJ. It wasn't the normal funky Friday guy. It was this other guy. It was Diana Ross. Wasn't it was, it? <laughs> It was Tracy Ellis Ross, and she was celebrating her mom's birthday. So I guess it was okay. No, it was it was this other guy, and he he's he is very musically literate, so he can definitely do a good funk show. But he, I think he was, I think he might be a little bit more of a Motown fan, and he just decided to play way too much Diana Ross. So I was annoyed by that. But um, that was really the only thing that I wanted to mention that I've been listening to. A lot of the stuff that I have been listening to online are like those weird covers of there's a guy and I sent you the link to it and I can't remember what his name was, but it was a guy who did a Metallica song in the style of Alice in Chains. Did you happen to listen to that or did you not get a chance to listen to it? it was I have not listened so to it yet. Weird. There was something else you sent me that I was listening to. It was so weird because it does sound like Alice in Chains, but it was, um, Gosh, it was Master for whom of the Bell Tolls. No, no, yeah, for, for whom, whom the, the Bell Tolls. There you go. And it was, it was, it was good, but it was very strange. Um, so I always, I mean, I'm always looking for cover songs. So I tuned tune into those songs uh, all the time when I go fall down the YouTube rabbit hole or whatever. Yeah, I do that a lot too. Like, if you like this, you might also like this. Yeah, yeah. And Next then an hour you know, later, two hours later. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I do have to do one more thing because we're already at an hour and a half, but I have to say one thing. So when we have 10 episodes in the sack and our listenership, we can kind of look and see like the people who are downloading and some of the people we already know um, and some of the people we don't know. And, and we can kind of take a look and see some of the places where people are downloading from. Oh yeah. That's where I was headed right now. I just wanted to kind of rattle some of them off just for fun to say, to thank them, to give them a shout out. Is that cool Go for it? Yeah. So obviously some of the big ones, Ohio, Hamtramck, Michigan, Philadelphia. We've got a few listeners, Saginaw, you know, well, we know who that is. Uh, some people in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Jacksonville, Florida. Know who you are, Jacksonville, uh, Malden, Massachusetts. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm not sure know. who would be out there. Springfield, Illinois. Don't know. Mark at Michigan. Shout out to you. Thanks for listening. Bridget, probably that's you. <laughs> uh, LA. We got an LA listener. We've got a Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, some more Ann Arbor, Auburn Hills, Michigan, Columbia, South Carolina, Wilmington, Delaware, Claremont, Florida, Independence, Kansas, Oak Harbor, Washington, Cliché, Les Défranches, which I think you think is a bot, but it could be <laughs> no. a French person. No, it was the Russian one I said was a bot. Okay. I was like, oh, look, we have a bot listening to <laughs> We've got Giddings, Texas, Scandia, Alhambra, Arizona. So all over the world, people the are Sioux. tuning in. So thank you, everybody, for, for listening. That's, yeah, I think, I mean, it's... Some of them, like I said, when you when you see the name, you're like, oh, I kind of have an idea who it is. But but thank you, everybody, for tuning in, because it um, it makes us, you know, try to do our homework a little bit more. We would still do it because we have fun with each other, but it makes us want to do things that are actually lis- listenable. Right. Yep. And I remember you saying, hey, we have somebody in South Korea listening. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, because my brother moved there. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and you're so- like, oh. Thanks, Jace's brother. That checks that box. Excellent. Yeah, so he counts for our Asia downloads. When you look at the map, it gives us North America, Europe, Asia, South Mm -hmm. America, Africa, and Oceania, which how fancy for Australia and surrounding areas to be called Oceania. That is fun. We really need to talk to our marketing group, though, because we're uh, we're, we're throwing up donuts in South America, Africa, and Oceania. I'll talk to her tomorrow. We're doing good in the northern hemisphere, but we're uh, we have a lacking in the southern hemisphere. The other thing that I wanted to, since we have all these analytics that we can kind of piece apart and and you know make sense out of them, uh, a lot of people tune in on Spotify, which is fine. Spotify is cool. Um, you you use it sometimes, right? You use Spotify? I do. I uh, I mostly use um um shoot uh yes to listen to us. I use Spotify. I, I use Stitcher a lot for other ones. Most of the people that listen use Spotify, then Apple, then Castbox and Podchaser. So the top ones are either they link directly to the Buzzsprout site, or they go to Spotify. And the problem with Spotify is it doesn't let you review uh, podcasts. So when we tell it people, I no, guess I didn't realize that. No. So when we tell people to listen on Spotify, which is fine, if you listen on Spotify, that's great, but it doesn't currently give you the ability to review a podcast like some of the other apps do. And I don't have any favor and we're not getting paid by any apps, certainly. But if you would mind trying a different one that lets you write a little review, review that would be cool. Yeah. That's all I had to if say. You could, and, and we also go back to, you know, if you want to review us, you don't have to say anything nice, but just give us five stars. Just give us five stars and say what? you're shit. You're yep. 13. We're already past that. You don't need to say it. <laughs> you say Matt and Jace or yeah. No, that's our names. I was like, hold on. I said his name twice. So, so Matt and Jace, bunch of tool bags, five yeah. stars. I like that. A bunch of tool bags. Yeah. Yeah, don't ever record your voice doing anything ever again. Five stars. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I'd, you guys I'd cry for a minute. My grandma said so. Five stars. <laughs> so, But yeah, so, you know, give us a review. Um, you can leave us notes, messages on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Matt's working on his TikTok dance. We'll get on that boop, at some boop. point in time. 
Um, yes, I am working on the website, but you know, websites are so 2001. Just <laughs> hit us up on our socials, on our socials, on the Sochmeads. Yeah, they're and, so uh, 2000 and late. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not 2008. <laughs> um, we're also working on trying to figure out how we uh, do this live, oh, possibly, boy. so you get to see uh, how my hair is too long and needs oh, a haircut. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, how much uh, much better looking Matt is than I am. Whatever, you handsome devil, you. <laughs> I know. Right back <laughs> at you, you handsome devil. Plus, you're stepping right out of the hot tub when you do this podcast. So you're I all am. steamy. <laughs> I am. I'm like an Eddie Murphy skit from the <laughs> mid-80s. Oh, and goodness. just as talented. So, we're <laughs> at an hour and 30. 90 minutes. The best 90 minutes you've spent. All week long. Easily. So, Matt, go to your notes because it's that time. we got to do it. All right. I think it's time to say I'm Matt. And I'm Jace. And if I don't see you in a long, long while. I'll try to find you left left of of the the dial. dial. See you next time, folks. It's X Radio X. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen. All right. (laughs) 